Good Sunday morning. This is Hashtag Everyone talking about Hashtag Everything. I am Kate Doherty, and I am here with the luscious Lee McKenzie. Don't you like that? Uh-huh. So, for our listeners, we are literally, I'm all about the L's today, Lee. You, you start. are such an alliteration, girl. I love it. Anyway, so for our listeners, oh, there it is again. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, <laughs> Anyway, so for our listeners, we're really excited because we're actually in studio today, and it feels so good to be in studio. Not that I didn't enjoy taping radio shows from my bedroom, but I would prefer to be here with Mr. Brock and with Ms. McKenzie and talking to all of you on this beautiful Sunday morning. So I hope everyone is well. I hope that uh, your world is, is... I hope your world is revolving. That, there you go. I hope it <laughs> is revolving and, and that, yeah, exactly. and that you're finding joy in it. Mm-hmm. And so for the last few weeks, we started with Easter Sunday. You know, my mom played and we just kind of mm-hmm. celebrated Beautiful. through music because, because it's weirdly, or at least I think it's weird right now, because it's like nothing changes, but everything changes on almost like a daily, hour by hour, weird basis, I think. Yeah, it's almost been surreal, hasn't it? How we're still living our lives every day, and yet we realize that the entire world has changed. And I honestly think that we are nationally and internationally grieving the change together. It's been a really, yeah, it's, it's been just, really strange. It, 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 it is strange. Anyway, so we also, as you guys know, with Down Country and this radio mm-hmm. show, hashtag everyone talking about it, hashtag everything, we, we really feel like it's part of a philosophy about of a culture shift, you know, where we talk about literally everything because it takes all of us, especially in a rural community such as ours, um, coming together. And so after the Easter Sunday show, uh, where we just literally listened to music and kind of just tried to be in the presence, then we had uh, Penny Ippinson come on and just talk kind of about granting grace and giving ourselves permission to to just be. And mm-hmm. and then last week we had Denise on Dameron. By the way, these for new listeners, these are all our. Normally, it's four of us together being crazy, <laughs> the round robin girls. Yeah, in a room together. However. Um, Right now, that's not possible. So we're we're one on one. Um, but last week, Denise was on talking about um, what the United Way of Mark Twain's been doing, but not just what they've been doing, just kind of the different cool things that are going on in the area to help. And then this week, because this is probably the most no, it is the most important, or should be the most important piece for all of us is is talking about faith, and and the the role that it has played um, over this last very interesting time period and i'm just going to keep using strange. the <laughs> strange time unique uh, um anyway but there have been so many really cool things mm. about faith that have kind of come out and so for our listeners today that's what the show is going to be about kind of talking about these different changes and to give our listeners some background um, Lee and I come from very interesting faith-based backgrounds, I think. Um, I have a very small rural church, um, nice. Mount Olivet United Methodist, that I've attended for pretty much my entire life. Um, in our, my family, however, or my oldest daughter, we call her our Methacatha Baptist. Oh, my gosh, um, awesome. Because um, we have a combined family, and so when she was a little girl, she would obviously, on weekends she was with us, attend the Methodist church. 
However, on weekends that maybe her her mom was working, um, she would go to church with Nana, who attended the Baptist church. And then um, her mom and some of the extended family um, are are all Catholic, hence she's our Methacatha Baptist. And she went to Catholic school as well. And so it was an interesting merging for her um, of religions. And, Mm -hmm. and, And it's really been, I think, a great experience for her as she grew up. And I think that the more you learn about religion uh, and the more you grow. And so I find all these different um, walks of faith um, really stimulating. And I think um, – and then Lee, for example, attends the Crossing, which is a huge church. Gigantic. Gigantic. <laughs> I mean, like – 20,000 plus, I think we've been having lately of all of our online. Yeah. We have 11 locations, prison ministries, like inside the prison. Yeah, it's. Yeah. Well, um, I, I mean, yeah, we're, 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 we're a three <laughs> church charge. And I, I mean, in mm-hmm. Durham, LaGrange, and Mount Olivet. And I think Mount Olivet on its roster has maybe 200 people. That's awesome. But, um, and, so well, awesome. and while you guys are huge, it's funny because they also say, like, we're, we're the small church with the mighty heart, you know, the little engine that could. We just kind of keep on going. Yeah, that's wonderful. But both ways bring a really cool message. And over this time, it's been so unique to watch and be able to see um, all, these different, um, all these different messages oh, being yeah. brought to light. And the idea, like even though the crossing is a multi-site megachurch, a lot of our a lot of our locations aren't that big. Mm-hmm. I mean, we'll have I know our nine to nine location is between four and five hundred. The forty eight street location is huge. It's got mm-hmm. like you know I think we have two thousand every every weekend. But like we have a lot of smaller ones that are like hitting around two hundred. 150. We're, we are a micropolitan church. We're not in a huge metropolitan area. So we are a mega church, but we're really not. We're just mm-hmm. a bunch of little churches with the same message. And I think what's really cool about it is that the word of God is going out and it's hitting everybody. And right now we are all tuning in online. And we're going to get to that, I think, a little bit mm-hmm. more later. But the, through the opportunities that we have had with technology and being one of the first to market for a multi-site online internet um, church, is online church, is it real church? And oh, that's right. You were t- she yeah. was talking because her church has been doing the online format for, for quite a significant amount of Five time. Years, yeah. Um, and so you guys, when that part of it, oh, yeah. you were pretty well versed. However, it was interesting because before the show we were having this talk because it used to be a huge discussion among their like, well, if you're attending church online, right. is it real church? Totally. Well, for me, I have to tell you, I mean, like unequivocally, like, yes, it's real church since that's how we're all uh, attending <laughs> we're church now. now. <laughs> like, I'm here to tell you, I got Jesus in my heart when I'm listening online. Like, it, Totally. Like, because yeah. that's what it's about. Mm-hmm. And like my little church for years, we used to do cassette tapes and record it yes, and take it to anybody tracks. who couldn't. Right. Um, and so, but for us, we weren't doing online sermons. We were recording in a little bit, mm-hmm. but nothing like what the last 47 days yeah. have, oh, have brought to months. us. Yes. And, um, but one of the things that I think I have enjoyed, because there's always, you know, God does this really cool thing, guys. There's always a yang and a yang. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I can't attend church and hug my people right now. And that really, really stinks. Yes, yeah. However, I have so enjoyed watching there was a tremendous increase and if you aren't on social media i get that this is probably a little bit harder Mm -hmm. but people are sharing 
their their sermons and their <laughs> preachers and the messages. And I love it because I have friends who live in Texas and they just happen to pop up, you know, their their prayer circle on a Thursday oh, night. And then so you cool. can pray with my friend in Texas. Or I have another friend, um, uh, Brian Duran, who uh, is a preacher. Mm. And I but I I I once in a blue moon, I think I got to read a message of his that had popped up. However, now, like, I love listening in on Sundays. And so I I feel like this piece, this outreach, I'm hoping for all of our little area churches are really beginning to grasp this because I personally, well, yes, I want to attend church in person again and hug hard. Mm -hmm. I'm very much enjoying, like, just having my social media feeds truly inundated with prayer like that is great absolutely agree and this is where we see that i mean our one of our um logos well the logo is like one church multiple locations but now i'm seeing it it's not just the crossing this is the church Mm -hmm. like tens of thousands hundreds of thousands of locations now Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be just the building Mm-hmm. We're not talking about the church as the building. We're talking about the church as the body of believers. We're talking about the church now as God's word going out. We're talking about the church now as the Holy Spirit teaching through all the different preachers and pastors. And you're going to get a hold of some of these preachers you would have never seen before who mm-hmm. have a message that is just for you right now at the right time in the right space. And that's one of the really great things that I'm seeing right now in the quarantine how does church and how is church having to change for the first time in hundreds of years yeah you know that's really fascinating when we come back we're going to talk a little bit more about that for right now this is hashtag everyone talking about hashtag everything i learn i speak i care hashtag every child down country because every child is a gift every child can learn and every child learns differently up at downcountry.com up at downcountry.com or call 217-617-3568, 217-617-3568, or visit Downcountry on Facebook or Twitter. Hashtag every child. Don't you think it's time for a financial advisor who takes time to explain things? Brad Kurz, your local Edward Jones financial advisor, does. Investing can seem complicated. That's why he takes time to listen, understands your needs, and explains without jargon. Experience the Edward Jones difference. Contact Brad today, 573-221-1302. That's 221-1302. Making time to take time. That's how Edward Jones makes sense of investing. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Branching Out LLC, a premier lawn and landscaping service that can meet all your residential and commercial needs. Regardless of the season, Branching Out offers a service for maintenance-free outside living. Branching Out takes the time to listen to your needs and ensure it's done correctly the first time. If you're not satisfied, Branching Out is not satisfied. To contact Branching Out, call 573-501-0760 or visit them at www.branchingoutllc.com. I learn, I speak, I care. Hashtag every child. Down country, because every child is a gift. Every child can learn, and every child learns differently. Up at downcountry.com. Up at downcountry.com or call 217-617-3568, 217-617-3568 or visit Downcountry on Facebook or Twitter. Hashtag every child. Bye. 
Welcome back. This is Hashtag Everyone, talking about Hashtag Everything. I'm Kate Doherty with my co-host today, Lee McKenzie, and we are missing our Penny Eppinson and Denise Dameron, who are at their homes today. However, Lee and I get to be in studio, which is thrilling, and we're talking today about faith and about how, since all this craziness that's going on in the world called the Rona has intruded, um, how how interesting it's been to share um, in all the different ways to attend church. And before we went on break, Lee asked the very, like, when was the last time church had changed? And I'm so glad you brought that up because when Penny was on the show, it's the same question with education. Mm -hmm. Like, guys, educationally, we've been, while there's been all these different words, we've been, like, saying, oh, we're going to change what we're doing or we're going to try. We've been essentially teaching the way we've been taught for a really long time. And now I'm hats off to all the administrators and teachers and students and They've everybody so who's amazing. A, who who are who are working so hard to switch things up because you know what? Taking a picture of worksheet and putting it on an iPad, it's still a worksheet. It's yeah. not thinking differently. Mm-hmm. Well with church, you know, if you're doing church the same way that you've always done it, even if you package it and put it in an online mm-hmm. format, well then it's still church the way it's always been done. And Lee asked the question, when was the last time? That the church, the the capital C church, the, the capital, the, the, <laughs> right? When, when was the last time it changed? And you know, when was the last time it thought outside the box? I mean, and that's a fascinating mm-hmm. question because that's what's happening now. You've yeah, absolutely. And you know, originally the church was always changing; it was always moving. It started in homes. Mm-hmm. It didn't start in giant buildings. There wasn't a single preacher except the word of God and the apostles. So you had mm-hmm. those people doing it. But man, they were they were so um, scrappy. Mm-hmm. And they were just trying to get the word out no matter how. They would go from city to city. They were being persecuted. And the word of God was moving actively because it wasn't a thing that— It wasn't we, stagnant. It wasn't stagnant at all. It, was, it wasn't a we're locking our arms in our own little circles. They were realizing we got to go outside. We got to keep moving, keep moving. And so I think about that. You know, when did we get to the point where it just was we sat down in rows? Yeah, it became ritualistic. We sat in rows. We listened like sheep. And then we walked out and we really didn't think that much about it after we left the building. Mm -hmm. And how have we changed that in, in, in the Rona? Well, I think a lot of things have changed completely. Um, It used to be you would drive up to church, drop your kids off in the back in Sunday school or whatever. You'd go in, you'd have your worship, you'd hug, you'd love, but you'd sing, you'd hear the word, you'd take your communion, and then you'd leave. (coughs) That is not how we're doing it these days. It's really interesting. We have online, a lot of our um, pastors are doing tons of online interactive, I mean, extremely interactive with our students. They're doing drive-bys. I've read, um, like, at, with all my friends all over the nation, I, I really solicited this mm-hmm. on Instagram and on Facebook and asked, how have they been doing kids' ministries? Mm-hmm. And, like, the high school kids, they've been having – high school pastors have been doing drive-bys mm-hmm. and, like, yo-yos from the from the car into each well, one of their small have, groups. Have and you guys like heard that. about the pop-up prayer circles? 
Like I love it. A pop up. It's it's you know suddenly like boom we're gonna have a pop up prayer circle and then you just shoot it out on social media. Love it. And the next thing you know you've got a group. You're live on Facebook mm-hmm. and you're praying. Mm-hmm. Like how awesome is that? And you could be doing your dishes and suddenly boom it's on like yep. pop up prayer circle. Everywhere. Like, it, for me like. Yes, individually, everybody, you could read your Bible daily, or you could read your devotional daily, or you could say, hey, I just believe, and I, you know, Mm -hmm. I go to church, or whatever. However, for me, part of what this has done, I guess I feel like it's almost like a revival. I 100% feel that way, too. This is the church rising to the occasion, Kate. This is the church saying, wow, when we really have to put our minds together and pray, because this is so far out of our understanding, this is so far out of our realm, there's no way we are ever going to figure this out if we don't ask God. That's when things start really changing and moving. Well, and it was really interesting. I was listening to a message the other day, and I liked it because very often those, those, those of us who believe, you know, you hear people say things like, um, well, I, I, I can't do that. You know, people think that they're better than or that they're, you know, that, oh, well, if you believe this, then you are. Well, here's the deal. You're a sinner. I'm a sinner. And FYI, everybody out there listening, you're all a bunch of sinners. We're all a bunch of sinners. We're the just... biggest hypocrites because we're talking right now. <laughs> but that, that's just the way it is. I'm telling you. However, I, I feel like, like really suddenly now you're beginning to have a conversation and maybe it is because the and I'm, I'm going to say this word wrong. The anonymity, the not when you're being anonymous. Thank you. When you're when you're, because you know, and for that's yeah. one of the problems with technology and social media usage is people get behind and they're they're they feel like they can't be seen. Mm-hmm. And so they, however, in this particular case, it's interesting because when people are putting some things out there. Now people are coming back and saying, well, no, here's the deal. The reason why I believe is because I'm a screwed up mess and I can't take one step forward in the morning without Mm -hmm. my Lord and Savior. And Mm -hmm. so then they're getting to have that conversation, no different than you were talking about. She has a friend in New York City, oh and gosh. her friend is a preacher. He was walking down the street, and suddenly the a gentleman walked up to him and said, "Hey, I'm terrified of hell." And he's like, "What is going on here?" But- <laughs> I have never had an easier conversion than this in New York City. Yeah, I mean, um, so there's a pastor and his wife from Quincy who moved to plant a church mm-hmm. in New York City, and they've been there for two years, and they've watched as this pandemic hit New York City, and they're mm-hmm. quarantined with five kids on the 28th oh, floor. I'm so glad I live in a small area. I know. I'm so glad I live in a small town. I'm oh. so glad I live in a, glad I live in the country. <laughs> and I'm glad I live in Missouri. Oops. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so that's what that's what they are. And so, you know, he's been, they've been doing all sorts of ministry now and they've moved everything online hardcore. Uh-huh. They have prayer groups every single night that people, people can pop in or pop out. They're doing their services online. But another thing that they're doing are called essential walks. And so they walk through, they're walking through the city mm-hmm. for exercise. And yeah, he was stopped by a man suddenly on the sidewalk, you know, mm-hmm. six feet away. And the guy shouted at him, what can I do to be safe from hell? Like he was so freaked <laughs> out. And so, of course, you know, my friend's husband was like, well, well do, you, do you know Jesus? <laughs> and so I think that that's kind of a funny, you know, never before she's talking about she's having conversations with delivery people mm-hmm. and where normally it would have been like drop your stuff off give me the money give me my tip and go and now she's able to say through the door you know open the door six feet away how are you doing and suddenly people are weeping and responding and she's like okay well the tip is in that 
book right there that I gave you. <laughs> it's just the New Testament. It's right in the middle. Okay, you could, okay, bye, love you, you know, <laughs> after they've had conversations. Well, do you know the Lord? And so it's really interesting to see the opportunities now opening up for faith because, you know, a lot of times when there are major devastations or catastrophes, the people come back to the church for help. No, no, I get it. So one of my Donna Reed, I don't know if you're listening this morning mm-hmm. or not. If you are, I know you're, you might be even doing your 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 Facebook live sermon. Mm-hmm. So Donna Reed is someone she attended my church all my life. And anyway, so now she's a preacher in Luray, um, a little small, mm-hmm. small church. However, I love listening to her preach. And it I, I am so excited. There are so many components of this as far as the message goes like. These are things I would not have heard her and Lorraine preach unless I drove up there. I would not have been able to hear somebody from the crossing preach. I would not have been able to hear. And I wouldn't have been able to participate in a pop-up prayer circle. And the other thing, and we have so much on this topic, and I know we're running out of time for the second segment. But the other thing that I think it's helping is because I don't think people, and they don't think they feel the judgment. Mm -hmm. Because when you walk in church, it is hard to find your church home. Because what makes one person comfortable may or may not make somebody else comfortable. And so I might walk into the crossing and I may be like, ooh, this isn't for me. Mm-hmm. You might walk into my church and be like, eh, this isn't for me or so on. And so very often people find themselves, especially if they've moved or if they're mm-hmm. new or for whatever reason they aren't getting fed. Anymore. And, and so you have to try and try and try and try. So hard, isn't and it? And that, that I think can get very mm-hmm. disheartening. And I think, and if you're totally new to the whole ball game, oh like goodness. you don't know the Lord's God prayer, bless you. like I think you can feel very ju- judged or judgy. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the beautiful pieces of this is is that that that's really removed. So you don't have mm-hmm. to come with a, you've never had no. to come with any form of pre-established anything. Nope. However, now I feel like people are feeling that. They, yeah, the that, price of entry has definitely decreased immensely. Exactly. Immensely. And now, for right now, this is the end of the second segment. When we come back, who knows where we're going to go with this conversation, but for right now, this is Hashtag Everyone talking about Hashtag Everything. We'll be right back. Don't you think it's time for a financial advisor who takes time to explain things? Brad Kurz, your local Edward Jones financial advisor, does. Investing can seem complicated. That's why he takes time to listen, understands your needs, and explains without jargon. Experience the Edward Jones difference. Contact Brad today, 573-221-1302. That's 221-1302. Making time to take time. That's how Edward Jones makes sense of investing. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Branching Out LLC, a premier lawn and landscaping service that can meet all your residential and commercial needs. Regardless of the season, Branching Out offers a service for maintenance-free outside living. Branching Out takes the time to listen to your needs and ensure it's done correctly the first time. If you're not satisfied, Branching Out is not satisfied. To contact Branching Out, call 573-501-0760 or visit them at www.branchingoutllc.com. I learn, I speak, I care. Hashtag every child. Down country, because every child is a gift. Every child can learn, and every child learns differently. Up at downcountry.com, up at downcountry.com, or call 217-617-3568, 217-617-3568, or visit Down Country on Facebook or Twitter. Hashtag every child. Hi. 
Welcome back. This is Hashtag Everyone talking about Hashtag Everything. And we've been talking about this new, not, well, I guess the new changing, <laughs> evolving, not new role that faith and kind of the online community and, and having to change it up has has done. And uh, while we were on break, uh, Lee said she really wanted to talk about um, help. My words aren't coming mm-hmm. today, Lee. Yeah, what I really wanted to talk about, you talked about um, engagement mm-hmm. and how what that looks like. Um, it's, Zoom is just totally different than mm-hmm. being live with a girlfriend and like sitting across from you right now, Kate, and just looking in your eyes and mm-hmm. I can hear you. I see you. I know you're like mm-hmm. right there. I can almost touch you. Um, mm-hmm. That gives me great joy. But the engagement aspect, especially online that I have found on our Facebook live services has been super surprising. Mm-hmm. I really honestly had wondered about online mm-hmm. church for a mm-hmm. long time, even though we've we've had it for many years. And now as a member forced to do it, what I have found is that I'm sitting there and I'm listening to the preacher talk and I'm hearing the Holy Spirit speaking to me and I'm looking down in the comments mm-hmm. and I'm watching and reading mm-hmm. and What's great is people are echoing what I'm hearing too, mm-hmm. like to my soul. Mm-hmm. And in a sense, you know, when you're sitting in a church building, everyone's sitting there quiet and trying not to move. I, my whole job is don't move, stop being a distraction and be quiet. And what's really funny is that, you know, online, I'm looking, I can read everybody's thoughts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, well, that, that is really neat because I, I do have to agree with you. That's really nice because you, you'll see, you know, amen, and you're like, wow, I was just thinking that. Yeah. And now that is, that's a unique twist to a church service totally. because when you're sitting in a pew, you don't know, mm-hmm. nor actually, I mean, occasionally a preacher will be able through eye contact, mm-hmm. um, but not always. The conveyance, that conveyance between the listeners and hearing, like, I, I'll read what somebody wrote. And I'm like, oh my gosh, yes, I totally get that. Or I'll write something in mm-hmm. it and, you know, or a further explanation of a sermon point because mm-hmm. people maybe didn't know. And they're like, oh, now I totally, oh yeah, I got that. Like the Via mm-hmm. Dolorosa, mm-hmm. they didn't realize when we're talking about the way of Christ as he walked to the cross, mm-hmm. they didn't know what the word was. And so there's a point where you can go, here, let me clear that up for you. And people mm-hmm. go, oh my gosh, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. And so never before, you know, you're not supposed to talk in church. Mm-hmm. You're, you're supposed to listen. But now we can actually talk, listen, read, mm-hmm. and get this huge Holy Spirit convergence with one another that we never realized we had. Yeah. And I want to be clear to all our listeners. I am not saying that online church replaces being able to hug oh, your, your neighbor because it, <laughs> it doesn't. However, the outreach piece of this totally. and the ability to touch so many more people and or reach someone when they're at their darkest, mm. you know, and it's suddenly it's a papa and it's it's there and it's that's amazing. And that is really great, I think. Now, having said that, one of the things that and we're by the way, we're going to have Lee back, Lee back on again um, while we're, we're while we're working with this Rona. And we're going to talk about a few more. There's so much here um, mm-hmm. to talk about and and do so in a safe fashion, which radio I feel like is a really mm-hmm. safe fashion. Um, Absolutely. However, having said that, this week, um, I live on the Missouri side of the river and Lee lives on the Illinois side of the river. And so obviously we've got a whole different set of rules. If you live in a tri-state area, God help us all because, you know, we are 20 (laughs) minutes from the Iowa border. We are, I am 12 minutes from the Illinois border and I live in Missouri. And that, that's, it's a lot, you know, on the playing field for those of us who live here in the tri-states. 
And having said that, one of the people that I really think we all need to keep in our hearts in the prayers is, is, is are our pastors, mm-hmm. because Absolutely. while Lee and I are, are, are very excited about all this new stuff that they've been <laughs> popping out our way, and uh, you know that we've been able to integrate in our lives, because however, like the decision to gather and worship right. together is a huge decision. Mm-hmm. Um, each each church, each congregation, has to find their own way. Um, it it no different than any of the rest of this it's not a one-size-fits-all approach because everybody has very different comfort levels and so i guess i would invite everybody to first of all be kind Mm. to everyone moving forward and grant (laughs) grace and 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 to please just understand whether you agree or disagree like with with a church's decision to either gather and worship or not gather Mm. and worship understand they're trying to do what is going to work best and what they feel led to do. And that's very, that may be, that's gonna vary wildly um, based on the demographic. Mm. And and so I just would encourage everybody to please be kind on this. Well, and if you, here's the thing, like for our church, I mean, we are in Missouri, (laughs) (laughs) we're in (laughs) Illinois, and so, our leaders and our elders and our pastors and the executive team, and just like in any church, the leadership, they are toiling about what is best for their people. Mm-hmm. They, they understand you want so badly to get back in to that church building and be with each other, but they have to balance that so delicately with local laws, if we let, because Missouri's open, mm-hmm. but Illinois is not, okay, well, is it fair that uh, one of them is going to get to open and the other doesn't? You know, how does that work? Do we go blanket? Do we go church by church, location by location? What does that look like? And so, please, uh, as one who has worked for leadership, who is married to leadership, just be kind. Pray. Mm-hmm. Pray for them. Pray for their wisdom, their discernment, and their guidance as they lead you. And enjoy the online messages, the pop-up prayer circles, and actually, hopefully, this this revival of faith. Mm, absolutely. Because that's, uh, that's what makes us all go around. Anyway, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, this is the close of another week. This is hashtag everyone. Talk, well, I guess it's the beginning of a brand new week. <laughs> this is hashtag everyone talking about hashtag everything. We'll be back next week. Have Love a blessed ya. day. See ya. Hey.